Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you asked me the night of my wedding, like, do you think that your relationship is open or do you think you're gonna open it or do you think you'll be polyamorous? I didn't even know what polyamory was. So the answer would be no. Welcome back to Open Late Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari. And today is my and Pasha's anniversary. We have been married for nine years and together for 10. And we've been doing it for like 11 years. (laughs) But I woke up this morning full of love, full of life. Um, We just got back from a really big trip. I was gone for a long time, 10 weeks, and he joined me for about five of those. And so we are in kind of a bit of baby moon bliss this anniversary is so, so special because it's the last one before we welcome our babies into the world. If you haven't yet listened to our pregnancy episode, go check it out. It's called Pregnancy Changes Everything. And I share some really vulnerable things about the surrogacy process. But today's episode, I want to share with you the story of how we got married. Because when I woke up this morning and I'm just thinking about our love thinking about how unconventional we love to do things and how we live our lives. And I realized that the listeners of the show know so much about our lives. They know so much about our love. They know so many intimate details about our sex life. But I don't think anyone here knows the story of how Pasha surprised me with a wedding. Yes, the day that I woke up, the day that I got married, I woke up that morning and did not realize that I would be getting married. So I want to dive into that story a little bit. Um, But first, I just want to celebrate being home after 10 weeks of travel. Um, Y'all know that I've been traveling because I've been sharing it in the episodes. And when I got home, the studio that I'm used to being in is actually being turned into our nursery. So if you saw, you know, episodes from the last weeks, these are some of the last episodes where you will see that studio. And I'm currently in, this is, this is Pasha's podcast studio, but I'm here today and he is sharing space with me and openly will commence from this room. Okay. So without further ado, I want to share with you who Pasha and Jessica were back in July of 2014. We had been together for a year, and like I said, we were we were doing it for a little longer than that. When we first met, and I've shared this on the show before, Pasha was a total rebound guy for me. I never thought that I would marry this man. He was a friend of a friend. He was the hot guy, like some would call him a modern day fuck boy. Um... But it's true. He liked to go out. He had a lot of friends. He was really charismatic. Still, all of this stands true today. But when I had just gotten out of a three and a half year relationship that was 
really toxic. That was very limiting. Um, it was stunting for my growth, for my expression, for my sexuality. I just wanted fun. And I probably wanted a little bit of danger too, to be honest. And so he was ripe for the picking. And we had a mutual friend that introduced us and she actually forbade us from dating. So, I mean, that made the whole thing even hotter. Okay. So I'm, I'm setting the stage for you because I think it's important to know a little bit about our story. And I think it's a bigger story that I'll share in another episode, maybe with Pasha on the show. But after about a year of sort of hooking up and like stopping and like talking and not talking and being really casual, uh, we decided to get together. And that was in July of 2013. So exactly a year to the day of when we officially got together, Pasha took me on a little weekend getaway to celebrate our one year anniversary. And we went to Joshua Tree, California, which I love to this day. It's one of my favorite places on the planet. It's a beautiful desert region of California and it's quiet and it's hot. And in the middle of the summer, there's not much to do, but like lay around and grill and maybe go hiking. And I remember we were drinking red wine and I think we were having steak because back then I ate meat um, and we were just enjoying ourselves for the weekend. I had no idea that he was going to propose. It wasn't really on my radar. We'd been together a year and we had talked loosely about marriage. Like, I think, you know, maybe two or three times we were like, oh, if we like were to get married, what kind of wedding would you want to have? But none of these conversations were very serious. Um, but we had been to this ranch before that we stayed at because it was our friend's dad's. And we were there just by ourselves. It was like a very low-key, quiet weekend. We went off on a Friday and we hadn't done much with like our time. By Saturday afternoon, I was like, maybe we should go hiking. He's like, kind of hot, it's kind of late. And I didn't know at the time. It's because he had a big evening plan for us. I'm just thinking we're just here relaxing, hanging out, celebrating our one-year anniversary. And I remember that on the drive to Joshua Tree, one of my gifts to Pasha was I gave him 365 kisses while he was driving and I was co-piloting because I'm like, this is a cute, sweet way, you know, I'm like 29 at the time. And so two days in, like a day in, I guess, to this trip. And I'm thinking, we're not really doing much. Let's go hiking. So I like keep saying, let's go hiking, let's go hiking, let's go hiking. So finally we like go hiking. And now Pasha's like rushing us. I'm not really sure why. I'm like, oh, we'll hike. We'll have a sunset thing. And he's like, oh, but I wanted to have a picnic for sunset. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we cut the hike short. We get back to the ranch. We pack a little picnic basket, blanket, the whole nine. We still have this blanket our camping blanket. And we go into the park and we find a place to have this picnic. And he's setting down the blanket and we're putting out the food and we open a bottle of red wine, as I said, and we're eating and we're being really sweet with each other. And I remember we had bought this journal and we decided that we would write to each other on our anniversary every year. And it was like going to be a gift to each other back and forth. And we would do it, you know, for the whole time that we're together. 
for the rest of our lives, apparently. I didn't know that. Um, so I'm writing in the journal. He had already written in it. And when I finish, I like turn around and he has gotten himself to like one knee. And I'm sitting down. So he's kind of like sitting next to me, but like on his knee. And I'm sitting, which is really cute and sweet. And he proposes. He proposes with this beautiful, like, infinity wedding band and um, that I'm not wearing right now because I think I lost it, like, recently. Or it's under our bed. I have to go look for it. But I had a good run. Nine years. Um, he proposes with this beautiful band. And I insta say yes. There's, like, not a bone in my body that's confused about wanting to spend my life with this man. because. When we did decide to be together, it was like, this is it. This is my life partner. And that first year of our relationship was easy, breezy, beautiful, blissful. And, you know, as you know, because you listen to the show, relationships don't last that way forever, especially long-term committed ones. Um, but that first year was incredible. And there was not a doubt in my mind that I wanted to spend my life with him. I just thought we were getting engaged that day. So I'm like super excited. We're like toasting and we're being sweet. And like, next thing I know, there's a park ranger. This is like a little aside story, but it's really funny. There's a park ranger who comes over to where we are. And we had lit a candle, like a mosquito candle. And he was like, is that an open flame? And Pasha was like, yeah. And Pasha gets up and like walks over to him because he was kind of far away. And he's like, no open flames. He's like, and it's dust. You have to get out of the park. You know, it's Joshua Tree. So you actually can't be in the park after sundown. But like the sun had just started to set. And Pasha's like, hey, man, we just got engaged. Can we have like, you know, five, 10 minutes to clean up? He's like, no, you have to get out now. So we basically get like thrown out of Joshua Tree two seconds after Pasha proposes to me. So I'm like, okay, this is going really well. But, you know, this is us. So. We pack everything up. We're kind of laughing, but we're kind of irritated because this guy like totally, you know, killed the mood. Like what a buzzkill. But I get it. It's Joshua Tree. And also it was like a little contained candle, but no open flames. Got it. Heard. So we pack everything up and we put it in the car and we start to drive back to the ranch, which is called Rimrock Ranch, which is like a 30, 40 minute drive from the entrance of the park. So we're driving and apparently I turn to Pasha and I say, I don't remember my exact words, but I mean, he could probably quote me, but apparently I turned to him and said, when we get home on Monday morning, let's just go to the courthouse. I said, I know this is crazy, but I just want to get married. I just want to be your wife and I don't want to wait. And I was like, we can worry about planning a wedding or having a party, having some kind of celebration down the line. And for me, you know, having a big like fairy tale wedding was never really part of my agenda or plan. Like I said, we're pretty unconventional people and we don't subscribe to all the norms. <laughs> if you're a listener of the show, you know that's true. And it didn't seem important to me. Also, we were broke. We were like kids who were just starting our careers, still figuring it out. I was still working in hospitality at that point. I was working in nightlife in Las Vegas. 
um, and getting ready to make the transition to acting again, which I knew, you know, would be a tough road. We were going to move to LA so that I can focus on film and television. This was like a lifetime ago. So anyway, I say, let's just get married. And he turns to me and he says, great idea, babe. Just like that. Little did I know what was about to happen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we pull up to the ranch um, and we don't tell anybody. It's not one of those things where like I call my mom or I'm sending photos. I'm like, I think this is really sweet. Let's just like keep this. I want to like keep this moment and just worry about it, you know, telling the world later. So great. I'm like blissful, happy. I'm like, I can't wait to marry this man. I'm thinking about like going to the courthouse on Monday. I'm not even attached to that idea, but I'm like, I love that idea. He seems like he loves it too. Let's do it. So we pull up to the ranch and we park. And my friend's dad, who this was his property, he's like there waiting for us. And he has a bottle of champagne and a couple of glasses in the other hand. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so sweet. Like Pasha told him that he was going to propose. And so now he wants to celebrate with us. And I'm like, this is amazing. So I get out of the car, we hug, you know, and he's like, congrats. I'm like, thank you. This is amazing. There's no other place I'd like rather this happen at because I really loved this property. Um, And we had been there before. We had like done camping weekends. And at the time, like two of our very good friends were dating and this was her dad's place. And I see them out of the corner of my eye start to walk towards us. And I'm like, oh my God, they're here. Like, I did not know. And then I see like in my peripheral, another set of friends, another couple that we were very close with at the time, um, who now live in Ireland and we haven't seen them in years, but they're incredible, are walking towards us as well. So I see these four people, these two couples, and I'm like, oh, Pasha invited friends to celebrate our engagement. Like, this is amazing. We're going to have so much fun tonight. Like, what a celebration I'm thinking this engagement is. And our friends are beaming. I can tell they're so excited for us. But I can also tell that, like, they know something I don't. You know that look on people's face when, like, it's like the joke's on you. And I also noticed that Chelsea, um, my girlfriend who's, you know, whose dad owned this property, is holding flowers, a bouquet of flowers. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. But I zero in on the flowers and I'm like, that's a bridal bouquet. I'm like, that's very, very bridal. The flowers are like white and pink. And, you know, bridal bouquets are really short and they like have a thick bunch of stems. And at this point, because everything is happening at once, Pasha is like on this arm. And um, I think Ryan, who's our other friend, had like linked to me here after saying hi and and they're walking me and I'm sort of being like walked. I'm sort of being corralled to this area on the property. And I'm thinking like, aren't we going to our cabin? Like, don't we want to like put our, 
our our basket, like all of our picnic stuff into the car. And I'm thinking like, what is happening? Because our car is full of stuff and I'm being corralled. And I look into the distance and we're walking towards the sort of um, the eating area. And there's an observation deck that was, you know, built up so you could basically be sitting in the stars. Because if you've ever been to Joshua Tree, you know, the stars are insane. Um, And this little section actually is called Pioneer Town. It's not even Joshua Tree, but the, the, the light is so minimal out there. And when you're on the observation deck, you literally feel like you could reach up and touch the stars. So Ming walked towards this observation deck and I'm like, wait a minute, are we about to get married? And then I see Harim, who is a family friend of Pasha's and she married Pasha's brother earlier that year. And I was like, okay, like she's a little bit out of place here. It's like two of our closest friend couples in the world and that's it. And then an officiant. Okay. Like I see what's happening. So I turned to Pasha and I said, are we getting married right now? And he said, if you want to. And I mean, that was an easy answer. I had already basically answered it for him in the car when I said, let's go to the courthouse on Monday morning. So lo and behold, my husband had been planning this for months, for about four or five months, that we would be married on our one-year anniversary. Because apparently, and I don't remember this, but he quotes me, when we had stayed at the ranch earlier that spring, I said to him, I would love to get married at a place like this after I found out that they host weddings at Rim Rock Ranch. And he took that little seed, put it in his basket, and decided to plan a surprise wedding. So when we got over to the observation deck, I could see that there was a cake and candles and flowers and music playing and champagne. It was beautiful. And so... We walked up the staircase together and um, I'll share some photos. If you're watching on YouTube, um, you can see some of the original photos of that night because our friend Taylor uh, was a photographer. So she captured some really beautiful moments and we were married under the stars with four of our closest friends at the time. And our dog Warren was there, of course, and it was the most beautiful intentional relaxed wedding (laughs) ever and I wouldn't change it for anything um and that's the story of how we got married and people ask me all the time like were you nervous what were you thinking and I'm like I didn't have time to think because it all happened so fast and I was so put on the spot but I had already known because I had started to build my life with Pasha and I knew from the very beginning when we got back together, um, well, not back together, but when we officially started to like date and there was exclusivity in our relationship, because I said, you know, before it was super casual, I knew that I would easily spend my life with this man and that he was the most driven and the most committed to his own growth. And that's what I was really looking for in a partner. Um, And I didn't want to settle for less than like crazy in love, which I was with him. And so I know because this show is all about open relationships, you're probably thinking, okay, when was the accidental threesome? Were you guys already open? How did that play out? You know, at this point in our relationship, 
we were committed and we were monogamous really we but we had started to be monogamish because we had had that accidental threesome about six months before our wedding and it happened again I would say like three months before our wedding with the same girl who I was really good friends with but if you asked me the night of my wedding like do you think that your relationship is open or do you think you're going to open it or do you think you'll be polyamorous. I didn't even know what polyamory was. So the answer would be no. And I had no idea where our love would take us over the next 10 years. I'm so, so glad that you have been a part of the journey with us. And to know that, you know, when we got married, the plan was, you know, a, I wouldn't say conventional, but, you know, a monogamish relationship, I think, is what we were having at the time. And I think both of us thought that, like, we would probably stay very monogamish and we would have these, like, maybe little one-off occurrences or really fun experiences, but not to the level that we are open and, you know, sharing our love with people now. Um, and I think that's really beautiful because as we've grown and changed, and leaned into what's uncomfortable and leaned into what really suits us and helps us thrive and grow as individuals and together as a couple. Um, we always choose that. So there you have it. That is the story of how I had a surprise wedding and I went to bed a married woman on a day that I woke up and I wasn't even engaged. So if you want to know who's the most confident man in the world, and also who's the most spot on man in the world, it's Pasha Spandiari. Um, yeah, I'm a really lucky gal. And if you are still listening and loving this show, um, I would love your input on some things because as you know, my life is changing rapidly. In a few months, I will be hopefully nursing twins. And with that is gonna come a lot of changes. And I've been thinking about how I want this show to evolve with my life. Is Openly going to remain a show strictly about non-monogamy and how to do, you know, relationships in your own designed way? Or should Openly include my family life? We've joked about calling it up late and open early. And is that something that y'all are interested in? Because as I become a mother, and in that time where I'm going to be, you know, taking a bit of a maternity leave, this show can grow in a lot of different ways. And I definitely want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to write into us at info at openlatepodcast.com and give me your feedback. It means a lot to me. And I want to keep recording the things that are interesting and exciting and educational to all of you. So if you want me to include mommy stuff, let me know. If you want me to include how this polyamory and non-monogamy evolves as we become parents and what that looks like, let me know. I've even toyed with the idea of having some guest hosts and bringing in their interests and expanding the show into different areas. So there's lots of options, which I'm really excited for. But the most incredible thing is we're always growing this community. So if you want to join our WhatsApp chat, there is a link on my bio and Instagram, as well as in the show notes, so that you can be a part of the conversation where we're all sharing insights and our journeys along non-monogamy and alternative relationship styles. So don't hesitate to reach out there because you'll get peer support and advice from me. 
And as always, please go and like and rate the show. It means a lot. Share this episode with someone that you think would enjoy it. Much love and I'll see you all next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.